Um, so last week, uh, as we've been going through the um, fruits of the Spirit, of course we um, have already gone through uh, the first several. Um, and as we talked last week, there are typically three groups of three that are broken up within the fruits of the Spirit. And the first group um, that we went over um, previously was um, those groups that um, turn one's heart or, or thoughts toward God. And those are the, the um, fruits of love, joy, and peace. Um, and the group that we're in now are the uh, fruits that direct our attention to our fellow man to our uh, neighbors, to our spouses, to our co-workers, um, whomever. Um, last week we talked about long-suffering. And of course, as a parent, uh, that's, a, uh, that's a, a difficult one to preach on. Uh, but uh, I think long-suffering is one of those things that uh, many of us struggle with in our day-to-day lives. And I think these three uh, fruits that are a part of this group are ones that um, typically are ones that, uh, that we struggle with. And I think that if we better ourselves in these categories, um, it's a lot easier um, to get to um, a lot of the other places, a lot of the other fruits that exist in the fruits of the Spirit. And tonight, uh, we're going to look at uh, the, the fruit of the Spirit that is kindness. Um, of course, uh, uh, Galatians... Uh, chapter 5, uh, verse 22 is where we're you know, gleaning this list from. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. That's verse 22. And then 23, of course, continues that, that, um, that list. So as we have in the past, uh, when we speak of kindness, um, and as we ended last week, uh, when you have that quality of long-suffering, when you possess patience in your life uh, with others... Um, and even sometimes with yourself, uh, when you have that patience, kindness is, is the, the natural next step um, when it comes to um, how you interact with each other. And in fact, goodness is part of kindness. And goodness is um, the result of, of having kindness active in your life. Um, and of course, we'll talk about goodness uh, next week. Um, but uh, as we have with previous uh, fruits, let's look at the Greek. Uh, and what is the Greek word? Uh, for kindness. Kindness is one of those Greek words that's kind of fun to say uh, because it sounds like you're clearing your throat. Um, but this word is krestotes or krestates. Um, and uh, this word, uh, it, well, it means kindness, uh, but it means like a, from a moral, um, natural standpoint. Um, one uh, commentator described it as the sympathetic kindliness or sweetness of temper, which puts others at ease. And um, it's, a, it's a type of kindness that um, intends always to do good rather than cause pain. Right? So that's, that's the opposite of this. Um, and it, so therefore, it, it, it describes a quality uh, that makes other people... There's really no better way to say it than just feel at ease with you uh, when they're around you, or, or maybe you even know people that are like this, that um, you know that they're not easily triggered towards anger. They're not easily you know, heightened to um, impatience or, or what have you. Um, they, um, you know that they're going to be kind and gentle. 
Um, these are probably people that you would typically confide things in um, or things that you, um, you, know, you have questions about or you need help with. Those are the people that you typically turn to, um, especially when I think about a work environment, right? Uh, these are the people you would go to say, you know, hey, I'm having a problem with this project that I'm working on. Can you help me? Whereas, you know, somebody else that you work with, you may not go to because you know they might use that to their advantage, right? That's not a kind thing to do. Um, so, uh, of course, in our life, we'll talk about how this applies to us in a few minutes. Um, another interesting thing about this word, krestates, um, in the Septuagint, which, of course, is the Greek Old Testament, this word is used almost exclusively um, for God, as a describer of God more than anyone else. It is used for other people, but mostly for God. Um, it is often, though, translated as good in the Old Testament, um, and some of the best examples of this are found, of course, in Psalms. Um, Psalm 106, verse 1, um, that is, of course, um, a very popular one, and one uh, that is, there is a song um, written after, praise the Lord, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, His love, His steadfast love endures forever, right? How many have heard that song? Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Right? Um, so, that's one, one of the psalms. Another psalm that uh, has this is uh, Psalm 145, verse 9. It says, The Lord is good to all. And then this next part is interesting, because it definitely ties into the kindness of God. Because, again, when we're saying good, this is the word for kindness, the same word for kindness that we have in Galatians. The Lord is good to all, the Lord is kind to all, and His mercy is over all that He has made. You see, God's mercy is um, an interesting part of, or an integral part of God's kindness. Um, because it's referring not so much, the word is not referring so much to God's moral goodness. Because in general, that is God. Right? You can't really confine God outside of goodness because He is nothing but goodness. Um, kind of like a fresh pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. There's nothing more good than a fresh pumpkin pie. I had pumpkin pie at, at uh, Costco the other day. They have their pu pumpkin pies on sale. And these things are like the size of a tire, and I just wanted to take a whole cartload home. <laughs> right? Um, so this is not referring to God's moral goodness, but rather to His kindness that is expressed in His mercy. Right? When we think about that, uh, of course, uh, I think one of the verses we read this morning from Romans, you know, He sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins while we were still sinners, while we were still His enemies. It takes a very kind person to do that. And of course, that ties back into His love as well. Um, now, the New Testament also carries several um, things about um, the kindness of, of God. Um, and uh, in most times when it's spoken of um, in nature, God's kindness in nature, the natural kindness of God, um, it talks about um, His kindness towards both those who are um, good and bad. The, the, the good and evil. Ungrateful and evil men, even God has kindness towards. Uh, Luke chapter 6 is a good one if you want to turn over there. Luke chapter 6, verse 35. Of course, Jesus uh, speaking here. Um, he says, But love your enemies and do good and lend, except, expecting nothing in return. 
And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Right? That's, a, that's an important teaching from Jesus, and I think it's one that maybe, get, maybe gets overlooked a little bit. Um, because, you know, often when we do good, um, maybe we're not doing good necessarily to get anything in return, but perhaps our kindness, uh, we're, we're doing it to be seen by other people. And of course, Jesus talks uh, poorly on that, or negatively towards that um, aspect as well. Um, another good one, um, in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5, um, verse 45. Of course, Jesus, again, in this, this verse is talking about um, loving your enemies. In verse 45, he says, So that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. So like Matthew's um, account of this because of the incorporation of the good in both, the good and the just, meaning that God doesn't just give good things to just good people, right? There are good things that happen to bad people. And oftentimes that's a question that people have when they come to try to think about and try to wrap their stupid human brains around God. And I say stupid human brains because we all are stupid humans in comparison to God, right? When we try to wrap our brains around God, I'm glad Pam's not here to yell at me for using the word stupid. Um, but, uh, you know, when we, when we try to wrap our head around God, you know, why does... Good, why do good things happen to bad people? Well, it's because God sends His rain on the good and the bad. And that, as Dave prayed for in, his, in the opening prayer, rain is a good thing. We may not always see it as a good thing because maybe it ruins our plans or, or what have you, but ultimately the rain replenishes the earth. It is good for the world. Um, and so um, when we, we, have to, we have to talk about that because that's who Jesus is. Jesus was sent for the just and the unjust, but mainly Jesus was sent for who? The sinners. The purpose of Jesus in, in, in his sacrifice was to save those who were lost. Um, and in Titus, which we'll read about this week in our, in our uh, weekly reading, um, I was telling Sarah today, you know, it's, it's hard to, ha- to choose a sermon from three different books because we're going to be reading three different books this week, Titus, Philemon, and, and uh, the first chapter of Hebrews. Um, so how do, you, how do you pick something from all of those and, and what do you leave out and what do you, what do you speak on? So pray for me this week because it's going to be tough. And it's going to get fun, more fun as we get into a lot of the shorter letters, um, especially John's love letters. So in Titus chapter 3, verses 4 through 7, um, we, we read about, of course, Jesus being a gift of kindness. Verse 4, it says, When the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. All of that all tied back to the goodness and loving kindness of God and the gift of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2. When we talk about God's kindness and we think about um, Jesus and, and of course, the role that He plays um, within our lives and, of course, our eternal hope, um, we have to think about and understand the kindness of God eternally. 
uh, in the ages to come, as Paul writes here. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. This kindness is not something that is just a temporary thing, right? And I think that's an important quality of the fruit of the Spirit of kindness. This is not a temporary thing that we give someone, right? Kindness is something that we just are. We are kind people. We should strive to be kind in all that we do, in any kind of encounter that we have, um, because that's God's kindness, and that's the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit are characteristics of God, because the Spirit is God. So what about um, kindness in our life? right? So the fruit of the Spirit, if we are led by the Spirit, we are to produce the fruit of kindness in our lives. So if that's the case, how does it look in our life? Well, um, Paul says in Colossians Uh, Chapter 3, verse 12, he says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And he lists many other things, but kindness is an essential part of that Christian garment that we are supposed to put on. When we put on the name of Christ, we put these qualities on. We are to be changed people, new creatures, raised to a newness of life. And these are the characteristics that we are to have. Um, Kindness should also characterize the way we interact and treat one another as, as Christians, as brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, he, uh, Paul discusses this as well in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verses 31 through 32. Here he says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. This is one of those things that I have um, tried to emphasize a lot with um, people that I know who have been um, disenfranchised, let's say, um, by the church or, or jilted by the church in some capacity. Maybe they were a part of a congregation that split um, because you know the elders decided to go one direction, let's just say with instrumental music, because that's what we've been talking about in, in our morning study. Um, but let's say the elders decided to go one way with instrumental music, and basically everybody else who was against that, they said, well, if you don't like it, you can leave. When you think about being in that other category, the ones that if you don't like it, leave, that can be a difficult thing to deal with. And that can be a difficult thing to let go of, right? But as, as Ephesians chapter 4 says, it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you. Get rid of it. Be kind to one another. Right? We're, we're supposed to love one another. We're supposed to support one another. And we need to forgive one another as well. Um, so that's, uh, of course, one aspect. Um, when we think about the characteristics of kindness that we talked about earlier in terms of the, the definition, do we act with kindness towards others? So do, are others at ease with us uh, when they're in our presence? Um, do others feel that they can draw close to us? Do, other, do others feel that they can confide in us? If not, why? Perhaps we 
uh, greet things with sharp words or cold shoulders or uh, arrogant condescension, um, discouraging others with, um, with, uh, with harsh, harsh feelings, um, and, and that causes people to feel uncomfortable around us. Um, you know, I, I play video games. I was playing some Call of Duty with Nick a little bit, uh, a little bit ago. Um, you know, I, I, in the video game community, right, there is a lot of negativity, a lot of cursing, a lot of this and that, right? I don't have anything to do with that. I try to be a positive influence when I'm in groups of people. I try to make them feel at ease. And I'm, I, I play with a group of guys that um, have gotten um, to know me pretty well, and um, they have started watching their tongue when they play with me. They just know, hey, he doesn't do it. We're not going to do it either. But they also feel comfortable with me. Um, many of them have come to me asking for prayers for things. Um, I, I had a prayer request on Wednesday. I think it was when, uh, yeah, I think it was last Wednesday when the hurricane uh, was hitting Florida um, from one of my friends that I play video games with. And so that's just one example of, of how we can be an influence and be that person within whatever environment we're in, whether it's school or work or just in general, of, of having that kindness about us, that it's something that's manifested in our lives. It's something people can see because that's what we do when we walk by the Spirit. When we walk by the Spirit, we have these qualities. People see these qualities. And when they see those qualities, they see God. At least that's the goal. So putting the Spirit of kindness into action, as I mentioned before, is goodness. And we're going to talk about that fruit of the Spirit next week. Um, so as we close tonight, as we do always, um, you know, part of, part of the fruits of the Spirit and walking in the Spirit is being a part of the Spirit. Um, and of course, being in Christ um, to gain that gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, so tonight, if we can assist you with that, if you wish to be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, or if you have any other need that the church can assist you with, if you desire to be restored, or if you need prayers of the church, now is the time that you can come forward while we stand and sing.